How's it going? It's fixing to be a lot better, man. Welcome back to Dazed and Confused 33 and a Third. I'm your host, Jarf. And I'm so excited for this week. We're covering track 24, which features Living in the USA by Steve Meller Band. And our guest is Crystal Beth. Welcome, Crystal. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yes, thanks for joining us. This is going to be really fun. So the party at the Moon Tower is in full swing. And this track starts with Pink, Mitch, and Pickford, and Slater climbing up the Moon Tower and... It ends with Slater speculating on how many people out there are going at it. (laughs) Oh, Slater. Right? Such an innocent soul. Yeah. A lot of them. They're just such innocent little children. Such innocent children. So (laughs) I wondered, Crystal, was there a moment in this scene that spoke to you for any particular reason? I think that I like when, just this whole movie in general, when they're like, this happened and it was insane. He was like, he hit his head all the way down, and he only had one beer in his system. Oh, no, I like that. And he's like, you've had four. You're going to die. Look at that blood. It just was such like a high schooler thing, and it kind of brought me back to, you know, teasing friends and everything like that. Oh, yeah. It's total high school ribbing, and I love the way that he sets it up, just like you said, like, you know, he only had one beer, and he knows that he's had more than one beer. Like, at this point in the night, everybody's had more than one beer. Right. But he's like, how many beers have you had? I I don't know. I'm just checking. I want to make sure, okay, how many have you had? Oh, no, four. Oh, man, you better watch out, Junior. Yeah. (laughs) How about the fashion? One of the things that I intended to do when I started this project was talk about the fashion. And I realized in my first several weeks, I got so caught up in music and the characters, we didn't pay a ton of attention to it. So was there anything that stood out to you fashion-wise? Well, what I think is crazy about the fashion is that it is literally what people would wear today. I know, right? It's (laughs) so interesting how things flip around, but these costumes that people are wearing especially the the women, I would wear them too. Like the jean outfit with the shorts and the tank top, I mean the pants and the tank top and like the flowy shirts and the guys that are just in comfortable t-shirts and overalls and rolling their sleeves up and like the old school sports tees, like baseball tees and stuff. I think the only difference is they wear less belts now <laughs> right. than they do then. <laughs> yeah, I got Dazed and Confused shirts made with the logo and this is how much I like my own podcast. I got one just as a t-shirt and then I realized, (laughs) wait, I messed up. I had the perfect opportunity to get it as a baseball shirt. So I actually got another one for myself. And it's like, I mean, it looks like it would be in the movie. And then it's got a meta level. Yes, it does have a meta level. I wore it it today and my plumber who was working at the house said, oh man, I love that movie. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. And and I was completely happy just to like vibe with him about the movie and not be like, well, actually it's about my podcast for the movie, not just the movie. Oh, you should have it's a perfect marketing be like you're bored when you drive yeah yeah (laughs) i i got his email i'll send him a link good thanks the shower turned out great i thought you might be interested in this podcast (laughs) that's the way to do it (laughs) so okay so you told me off mic that you're terrible about music so did you have thoughts on how this song living in the usa is it 
enhancing the scene? Could there have been a better song from that era that would work better? I know this whole podcast is about music. I wouldn't even notice that a song was happening. Yeah, fair. Because of what's going on. Because it's very low. It's not like a Cherry Bomb or one of the other songs that pop up that are like like School's Out or something. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, School's Out, but a perfect song for that. It's so low that I don't, I couldn't even tell what song it was. And whenever I tried to look for what track it was, I wasn't finding the right one. And I think that that's good for what the show is or the scene is because it is really about them speaking. I agree a hundred percent and not just for this particular scene, but Mm -hmm. I found a lot of times the music is a little bit in the background Mm -hmm. and it's just setting a vibe. Yeah. And the vibe is party. Yes. The vibe is party or earlier in the movie, the vibe was scary. Yeah. And you just get a little little bit of the song rumbling underneath. But mostly it's like you're paying attention to the characters' scared faces and the running away and the rumble of the motor. So you said that the podcast is mostly about the music and it's framed that way. Yeah. But when I think about the conversations I've been having with people and just what I'm the most interested in, people's nostalgia, both for the film and what it makes them think about their own lives. Right. And obviously I'm interested in the fashion too. So it's more like mainly that and then where the music fits into that. Right. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. The, um, I mean, that makes sense. Of course it makes sense. It's a great idea for a podcast. Um, Oh, thank you. I did not have high school like this. I didn't have any school like this. I didn't do things like anything in this movie. (laughs) So this is one of those movies where I would watch it. And I didn't see it until I was older, but I don't identify with anything because like I was a cheerleader in high school, but it wasn't a popular person thing. And I don't know, I I guess I maybe the music I really listened to were the musicals I was performing in at that time for theater. (laughs) But in the world of watching movies and how I identify with them, I don't know if this is going to make sense, but this is one of those movies that I'm like, this is what if I was to write about what an ideal or typical U.S. high school was like, this is what I would see. It's not like Mean Girls or something like that. and Or like the beginning of Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. This is like kind of extreme bullying, but the side conversations between everyone, I feel like is very nostalgic high school for people that didn't live in the middle of nowhere. Yes, and absolutely. And not, not drink or smoke. And I just would go home after school. <laughs> Well, there's two directions that I want to take from what you said there. So Mm -hmm. just as you were contrasting Dazed and Confused with Mean Girls and Romeo and Michelle's high school reunion, Mm -hmm. I've noticed that as I've been watching, like I'm finally watching season four of Stranger Things. Nice. It's so good. And I love Stranger Things, but it's very jarring to go from being really immersed in this Mm -hmm. to Stranger Things because it's, I mean, even stripping away like all the scary horror stuff, just the way they depict the melodrama of high school Mm -hmm. versus this where, yes, there was the scary bullying, Mm -hmm. but 
if you just take individual snippets of conversations, there's this authentic feel. Like, even if you didn't have life experiences like these characters, you just know what it's, you know what it's like to rib your friends. Like, no, I never climbed up a moon tower, but I definitely busted my friend's balls. And, you know, I can relate to that aspect of it. And there's a lot of those relatable moments. Right. Versus something like, Stranger Things, where it's very stylized and they have things like, are you going to sink the buzzer beater shot at the same yeah. time as the geeks are trying to roll a crit 20? And right. so it's just much more heightened. Mm -hmm. And I've always loved that. I think it's awesome. But life never lines up that perfectly like that. You can't just sink one buzzer beater and then change your whole life and become popular. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. It's not easy. And then you can't get unpopular. Vice versa, you can't get popular. It just doesn't happen. You start it, and then it's just it. And there's some people that were like, oh, I was so cool in like eighth grade. And then I got uncool. I'm like, God, you are an anomaly. Because I think most people just start out one way and end it that way. Right. <laughs> like me. If only we could roll a crit 20 and totally change our lives. Right? Man, I want that. All right, all right, all right. Well, the other way that I wanted to go with it was, so you said that your high school experience was nothing like this. Where did you go to high school? Tell me, paint a little bit of that picture. Sure. I went to um, high school in Rhode Island, and it was in southern Rhode Island, and a bunch of different towns were all together in a regional district. Pretty small uh, not like small, small, but I think we had 400 kids in our graduating class. And that was because we had kids from other districts coming because of our vocational technology school. So I went to a trade school, high school, where you could do trade if you want, or you could just go to regular high school. And I went for cosmetology. So I spent two thirds of my day in like learning how to cut hair and stuff. Okay. Future Farmers of America was a big thing. There was a lot of farming around us and a lot of poor people and then a lot of really wealthy people because we were near the water but far enough away from the water that is where we lived <laughs> and there were cliques there was like groups of people but no one was overly mean there were bullies and people were pieces of garbage to me but there wasn't this kind of bullying where it's systematic yeah and aggressively mean and they, these girls are just horrible monsters and really it's the bullying would be uh, man I wish I could remember more but because I had people that would memorize my locker combination and then take all my stuff and throw it into the boys bathroom so I couldn't get it and my nickname was stupid and that's so unoriginal I know but I think that's the thing is that the bullying was quite unoriginal and they would glue my locker shut. So like when I would try to turn it, it was glued so I couldn't open it. And then there was one day where they just started stacking papers on my head and how many they could get there before I noticed. And it was a lot. Boys just kept coming up to talk to me. And I thought they were like just talking to me because I look cute or something that day. But no, they were bringing candy wrappers over to see how high they could stack them while I watched this with Family Robinson and Home Ec. I also had a learning disability, so I was in homeroom and all of our specials classes, like home ec, shop, art, with all the troublemaker kids, and I was the only girl, so... Ooh, that's rough. Yeah. I had one guy took one of the chopsticks out of my hair that I just bought and sharpened it in the pencil sharpener, so I had to throw them away. My mom made me throw them away because it was too sharp, and 
I just don't know why they would think that that was a good spot to put someone <laughs> with a learning disability <laughs> with a bunch of other people that can't learn together because we all have learning plans. So I don't know. It's just, I think those are the things that I remember the most, but I also had like my friends in theater and no enemies, just people that weren't, I don't think it was malicious. They just needed someone to bother. Yeah. So that's really what it is. And I think that's how a lot of people experience things in my school. Like the girl that got voted biggest ego had like a meltdown because she couldn't believe that people didn't like her when she was so nice to everyone. You had a category for biggest ego? Yeah, that was the last time. Ouch. Yeah. I remember she was so upset because she was a nice girl, but affluent and detached and ego. It would be someone that's self-confident now, but when you're around a bunch of people that aren't self-confident and someone is, you're like, well, what's wrong with them? Mm. So yeah, it wasn't like the worst place, but I also didn't mingle with a lot of people to go do stuff. Like I didn't go to parties. Like there was a place called the pits where everyone would go party. It was just this like place in the woods. And I was, I was raised going to AA with my dad. And I was like, uh, if I drink beer, I will be drunk for the rest of my life and be living underneath a car. (laughs) So I didn't do anything fun. And I liked, um, hanging out with my siblings, but I don't know. A place in the woods called the pits. Doesn't actually even sound that fun. No, it doesn't. I never went. I still don't even know where it is, but yeah, I mean, not liking boys and none of them liking you back and that I remember like that hurts and it feels like everyone has a better friend than you and you're just like everyone's kind of friend and that's I feel like there's not as many movies like that because that's just sad. Yeah, there should be though because that is so real. Yeah. That feeling of someone is, from your perspective, your best friend, but then they have this whole other crowd. Yes. That they're really comfortable with. I have, in one of my journals, I, oh God, they're so, like, sad, pathetic little baby, but I was like, everyone has a best friend that's not me, and I wrote down all of my friends who had better best friends than me. It's so weird, and I had a two friends just stopped talking to me out of nowhere. Oh gosh, why, why? This is a lot right now. It's like therapy session for me. (laughs) (laughs) I hope it's helpful therapy. Yeah, it's just interesting how the people in these movies have their movie problems, but I don't know. I think I'd rather be beaten with a paddle than feel like I wasn't good enough to have a good friend. Yeah, and that's sort of the redemption arc of this movie because- At least two of the freshmen, they go through the gauntlet of hazing and then Sabrina gets taken under Jody's wing mm-hmm. and Mitch gets taken under Pink's wing. And it's like, all right, it's done. Now we're going to take you around. We're going to introduce you to people, go to your first party with the seniors. And I definitely didn't have someone like that in my life. I mean, it seems it's such a confusing time and you don't know how to act around people. And one of the things that always stood out to me, and this is like a little nuanced thing that you might not notice unless you watch the movie just Mm -hmm. a bunch. So everyone remembers Matthew McConaughey saying it'd be a lot cooler if you did right and when i was watching that back i really keyed in to the way pink interacts with mitch in that uh-huh. moment because wooderson asks him if he has a joint and you know we la- later learn and it's no big surprise because he looks like a wide-eyed baby that mitch has never smoked pot at all but he's right. trying to be a little bit cool and he's like uh no not on me man And then, you know, Wooderson gives its be a lot cooler line. And then Mitch kind of looks back to Pink 
in the back seat like what like who is this guy like that we're in the car with is this going to be okay is this and pink just waves it off like it's cool man you know without even a word just with like you know kind of closes his eyes and waves it away like that's just wooderson don't worry about it we're totally fine and then mm-hmm. just like that mitch is totally okay like he turns back around and he smiles and so yeah just the idea of having that older mentor is so nice even when it's counterbalanced with like 99% of the time, they're just like fucking with you. Yeah. But then when it counts, they'll give some kind of helpful advice. Yeah. I mean, it's nice to have that person. So you told us a little bit about your high school days and and sad times and bullies. And there obviously there wasn't like the party like this. So if they made a movie about your high school days, I was wondering what song would play in your version of the scene. I'm not sure what your version of the scene would be, but... Right. As you thought about that question, what songs came to mind? So immediately it was uh, lit. I'm my own worst enemy. It's no surprise to me. I am my own worst enemy, that song. Mm -hmm. Because every now and then I kick the living shit out of me. It's just like nothing feels like it's going right. And it's just kind of like awkwardly circling around other people. And like I had fun. I had good friends. Like I, it was awesome. The parts that were good were good. Probably sophomore, junior and senior years were good. And that's what I would probably equate it to but just feeling out of the loop and not a part of something like Adam's song from Blink-182 is another one Then again, I like a lot of Spice Girls stuff reminds me of what would be playing if I was at like a party or something like this or old school hip hop. Somehow Spice Girls resonates with me the most because if we're just thinking what's a parallel to the Steve Miller band. Yeah. Anyone can correct me if I'm wrong. But I just don't see the Steve Miller band being anyone's favorite band or the first thing that they request. It's just that's the music that just happens to be playing at the party. Right. Yeah, that is. I think that's it. I feel like it would be someone else's song. Like it wouldn't even if in my movie, it wouldn't be my song playing. It would be someone else's. Because I'm thinking maybe it's somebody else's scene and you're like at the periphery Right. With your, with your theater friends. Yeah, I'm just like watching people have fun, which is great. I still like to do that. I don't mind sitting, you know, somewhere and just like watching my friends have a good time and talk. And saying like, they really shouldn't climb up that moon tower. It's not meant for that. Oh, I would 100% be like, mm, maybe don't. But then I'd be like, hell yeah, I'll be the first one to go up so that everyone thinks I'm a badass. Because I want it to look so cool and tough. And you said that things got better sophomore, junior year. What was the change? I think probably just confidence in finding friends. And I had a boyfriend that went to a different district, a different school. And I really liked him and we had fun, but I didn't have to see him all the time. I saw him like two or three times a week, which was great. (laughs) Really can make a relationship last longer that way. And like good friends. And I was able to leave my house because I had a car finally. Because home life wasn't wonderful. So it was nice to... 
be able to go where I wanted to go. Some friends, a little bit of independence, a little romance, but with boundaries. Yes. Well, I mean, friends is what it's all about. And I appreciated you joining me and and reminiscing and and doing a little bit of therapy. I mean, it's good to remind folks, don't be overly nostalgic for high school. You don't really want to go back to that time. It's fun to watch movies set in that time. But I mean, really? No. Never. Never. I would never, ever, even if knowing everything I know now, there's no time in my life that I'd like to go back to. At all. I know, right? There's, and I don't know, I don't understand when people are like, oh man, I was at my prime. I was like, but you didn't know you were in your prime until you left it. You didn't know that then. So you're looking back and remembering all of these like perfect things. And, and I mean, there are perfect things of high school, like that feeling of like first crushes and like holding hands and having someone like talk to you or like jokingly push you those like butterflies they're not Mm -hmm. the same when you get older because your hormones are kind of you know starting to mellow out a little bit but like those things I wish I could experience for the first time because even now like my husband gives me butterflies because every time he's funny I my stomach gets all like twisty because I'm like you're funny that's so sweet yeah he uh don't tell him I said that. Uh, he doesn't need to know. His head's already big <laughs> enough. <laughs> He'll win biggest ego. Yes, he would. <laughs> 100%. But I like watching teenagers go through it. And I don't want to go back to it again. Ever. Here, here to that. Well, I know that you don't have a podcast that you're working on right now. Is there anything in particular that you wanted to plug or just let folks know where they can follow you online if you want to be followed? Sure. You can follow me anywhere except in person because I'd rather you <laughs> right. talk to me and not just follow me like a weirdo. Um, social media is The Crystal Beth. And um, if you're in Denver, John and I are co-owners of a comedy theater on Broadway called Chaos Bloom. And you should go watch something because it's funny. And I love my dog. That's it. those are great plugs chaos bloom is an awesome name right it is a very good visual so good definitely recommend checking it out if you can crystal and john are hilarious i've listened to a ton of both of your work so so sweet i'm sure that would be a great time i hope so otherwise (laughs) we're doing something very wrong (laughs) right all we promised you was chaos right Blooming to oblivion. Yes. (laughs) Um, Well, thanks again. It's fun chatting with you. Yeah, I'm so glad this worked out. I'm always happy to talk with you. Not to worry. There's a new fiesta in the making. Join us at the Moon Tower, our Facebook listeners group. Until next time, just keep living, man. L-I-V-I-N. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused, treasured content. Hey everyone, and welcome to Promo and You'll Miss It, the Blink and You'll Miss It promo, where every promo is over before you know it. I am James, your host, and we're back to talk to you about what season one of Blink and You'll Miss It was about. Well, we talked about all of the Blink discography from Cheshire Cat up through the deluxe edition of California, and we also talked about Boxcar Racer and Plus 44, all of which is available now on the Scavengers Network. So go find it and enjoy.